What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Mind Hiking Podcast. I'm your host, Brody Fry, and this is going to be quite the deep diving episode. Um, Just keep an open mind on this episode, just like all of them. (laughs) Don't be afraid to ask questions, guys. Um, I'm not telling you what to believe. I'm just saying don't be fearful of asking questions. Don't be afraid to get curious. It's very important to figure stuff out for yourself. Um, don't, don't just take people's words for it. So keeping that in mind, please enjoy this episode and stay tuned. Hello and welcome everyone. I'm your host Brody Fry and here we dive deep into difficult questions. We'll map out thoughts, theories, and crazy ideas for the love of knowledge and growth. So, how do we answer some of the mind's toughest questions? This is the Mind Hiking Podcast. (laughs) Jeremy Lesser, welcome back to the podcast. How are you doing? Thank you for having me again. I'm doing good. Uh, Well, cheers to another good one. Oh, yeah? (laughs) Another deep dive as usual. Mm -hmm. Um, We are enjoying ourselves a Miller High Life. Oh, yes. Both of us. You got a can, and I got a bottle, and on air light, bing. Is on. <laughs> is on. We are live. Um, I've been really enjoying these lately. Yeah. I've always enjoyed them. Yeah. No, they, uh, they've always been, like, good, and, and, like, they're almost, like, sweeter and smoother. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, they're good. Uh, I keep, I, I can't settle on one. Like, for a while, it was the Michelob Ultras, and, you know, these are always good. Yeah. But, uh Gotta make sure you mark your bottle. So, yep. is that dent you yeah. mark? <laughs> I saw you starting to do it. Like, hmm, yeah. I don't know if you've joined yet. Oh, or no, not. I haven't. <laughs> yeah, you, you want to explain that actually? Yeah, so Doug, Steph's boyfriend, uh, told us about this game called Game of Life. And basically, you have to have your drink marked. If, like, you have a glass, you can put a coaster on top or, like, have your hand on it. Like, it has to be marked at somehow. Um, so, basically, at any point of time, you could be at home, and if you just, and you're drinking, and you don't have your drink marked, and someone texts you, game of life, then you basically have to chug your whole drink <laughs> right then and there. Yeah, I think, like, that one time... Uh, we messaged staff and she said like, oh, Doug's at a concert right now. Yep. And he just texted yeah. Game of Life and he was like, fuck. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. It's so funny. Yeah. I, and they asked me, like, it was during the engagement party. At, oh, really? Yeah. When, when I think that's when you guys started, right? At the bar there. Oh, yeah, yeah. And like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, Doug's like, you you want to join in on this? And I was like, mm-hmm. fuck no. <laughs> I'm not going to be a part of that. <laughs> yeah, there was so many times, like, I'll just be drinking at home, and I'm like, oh, shit, yeah. I got to mark my can. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're at home alone, still worried. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's extra paranoia that I don't need in my life. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Especially when I'm trying to unwind and relax. Now you can't. <laughs> yeah, now you're, like, stressing about, like, Shit, you're paranoid. are they gonna text me? Yeah, you're like, I'm being watched. I'm always being watched. Yeah, <laughs> always have that thing looking over your shoulder. Oh yes, Big Brother's always watching you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we're also well. I don't. You didn't. Oh yeah, you didn't do anything really last night, did you? 
No. I'm, I'm trying to become human again. Mm-hmm. Basically. <laughs> yeah. Went uh, a little crazy last night. Um, actually, not too too bad. It was just like a late night. Um, it was Katie's brother's girlfriend's birthday party and um, down in the city and... It was a it was a really good time. Um, all those guys are so so amazingly talented. I was telling you earlier, mm-hmm. but like, they're they're crazy because they have all like they're all musicians and they can all play everything. Like they're just like jumping up and like playing songs, and then they'll just like be like, oh like, hey like you come sing this song or whatever. Because like if they have a better voice for that song or whatever, they'll jump mm-hmm. out onto the mic and and then they'll like swap. Like the bass player goes to the drums and. Like whoever the guitarist goes to the keyboard and it's just like they all just like hop on and interchange and just like it they're all amazing. It's it's absolutely incredible and insane. Like I could sit there and watch all night and mm-hmm. it, like so so cool. Like I wish. And like for a while, um like seeing seeing Jake perform is absolutely insane. And that's kind of a big like inspirational factor of why I wanted to start playing guitar again. So I started doing that, and and then I just like stopped this last year. Yeah. Like when I started the podcast, I was getting like, it, I I was playing before I started the podcast is when I started to get pretty confident, and then I kind of stopped, and then still haven't played since I think the when we played on the podcast. Oh shit! <laughs> so I like I, I basically I forgot everything. But, yeah. But yeah, I. It's amazing. Their talent is is absolutely incredible, and uh, it, it's just so cool. I got I got to start like trying to. Well, basically, I just embarrass myself, but I I got to start playing again. I or at least try to remember some chords because it's it's so cool. I I love that stuff. And but anyways, it was like super late last night, and um, well, it got later than it was supposed to be because like we left at um like twelve twenty. Mm-hmm. And um, it's like an hour and an hour and ten minutes away from home, and <clears throat> Katie just puts on the GPS, and um, and I'm just like tired, but I'm like okay, like not thinking, just mm-hmm. following the GPS mindlessly, and she falls asleep. <clears throat> Still has no idea this even happened. I haven't even told her yet, but she was asleep the oh, whole time. The but but we just fucking took a detour all the way. Out. She works an hour away, and we just took a detour out to her work. <laughs> so that's it, what she planned. Yeah, I I believe so because we were forty minutes out of the way past our house before I realized this isn't this is a different. Like I knew it was a different route. I'm like this is a weird route, mm-hmm. but then like all of a sudden like I see the town name that she works in and I'm like my heart and freaking stomach just sink I'm like no fucking way I pull up my phone and type in the home address and and it's just like 40 minutes and I'm like <laughs> we'd already been driving for like an hour and 10 minutes and I'm like oh, we should be God. home by now and yeah. then like and I'm like I don't even recognize anything we should be home and then I look and we're still 40 minutes away I'm like Ugh! and then like we we ended up getting home at like 2:20 in the morning oh, and God. uh and like the whole time Katie's asleep. She has no idea. If, oh, if she's really? Hey, she's either listening through the door right now, or she's gonna find out when she hears this podcast. Because yeah, like she was asleep the whole time, and like we get home, and she, I don't even think she realized the time. And maybe she did, but she didn't put it together that like 
that drive shouldn't have taken that long. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that sucked. God. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah i know i was it was i was not happy <laughs> you were a sleepy boy as well. yeah 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 i was cranky i literally just like come in the house brush my teeth and just like slap my head on the pillow and <laughs> yeah knocked out within yeah. the first 30 seconds yeah literally <laughs> but uh yeah so that was it was still still a really good night it was just like a frustrating drive home <laughs> yeah yeah but um yeah I, I love nights like that so i'm Again, like, uh, I, I didn't drink too much, but, like, it's more of the exhaustion. Yep. That, like... It, Makes your body want it more. Yeah, yeah. I feel like the exhaustion's, like, worse than a hangover sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which... Yeah, literally. Yeah. Like, beer hangovers aren't, aren't even that bad. No. <clears throat> I like, rarely have had them. Like, I think the first time I had one was, like, I think it was probably Florida. Uh huh. Oh, it was like the first time I actually had a hangover. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I, I, if you drink like the sweet drinks, like, like the Seagrams or the Mikes or anything like that, like then you or like uh, the, I love those um, spiked Arnold Palmers. Like that'll mm-hmm. f- fuck you up the next day. Oh yeah. <laughs> but like anything sugary like that, or what, what's the other one? Yeah, there's like a lot of like the the Mikes are probably the roughest. Oh yeah. Like if you're drinking like mics all night that yeah it tastes like you're literally just drinking alcoholed sugar popsicles oh yeah yeah like, that's not what i always thought they tasted yeah like. you're it was right like a fucking liquored up popsicle yeah actually but the the uh seltzers are actually really light like yeah if you yeah, if you slam are. those all night then that's what i that's what i do like about it. i think they're overrated but like you don't get a hangover on those no no <laughs> and if you can you drank a lot. Good job. Yeah. Yeah. Good job. What a nice accomplishment. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I kind of wanted to, in this episode, um, it's been long enough, I suppose. And it's on the northmost portion of my logo is the UFO craft abducting the oh, Mike yes. Hacking podcast yes. logo. But like, um, I'm always like hesitant to bring up this topic just because. The biggest reason is just because Stephanie's like, you talk about this too much. (laughs) (laughs) Ever since she said that, UFO ratings have gone down. Yeah, literally, the UFO topic just, like, basically died off on the podcast because, uh, I mean, I'll bring it up here and there, but, like, I won't actually get into it. So what you're telling me is you allowed someone to tell you what you're doing too much and it made you change? Yeah. You're allowing someone to change who you are? Yep, yep. Somebody somebody affected me. (laughs) You've Uh, been cursed. Yeah, literally just an opinion just made me change who I was. Fuck. (laughs) Shit. Fuck. People pleasing at its finest. Indeed. I'm a a very bad person with that. Yeah, people pleasing? Yeah. Are you? Yeah. Mm Yeah, it's a, uh, I don't know. It, it's t- that's a fine line because it's tough to like find the line or the balance between like being a good person and what's too far as like people pleasing. Yeah, like you don't want to like you want to be a good person, but you also don't want to sacrifice yourself. Yeah, like you don't. You also don't want people to think they could take advantage mm. just because you're. A- people pleaser right right and that definitely happens yeah because there's a lot of people out there that like there's like i guess selfish people that like don't even realize they're taking advantage of you but like mm-hmm. fully are just because they know you're not going to say no kind of thing and yeah. like 
it's, it's tough to, like I said, you want to be a good person and you want to do what's right and like help people and serve. But like, there's, there's a line there. Yeah, <laughs> there's, literally. There's definitely like a, Hey, like, I'm not just like, just like your server, mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's a tough line. Yeah. But, um, yeah, also quick side... Was that my phone? Or? No, it's mine. Oh, shit. I don't know what it is. I've never heard that <laughs> yeah, before. I've never heard that either. I was like, huh. But, uh... Oh, it's a text message. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> but, uh... Another thing, too, I wanted to bring up quickly that I just thought of was, um... It was because they liked my message. Oh, yes. That's the blink. Oh, fuck yeah. I'll keep it in my pocket. It's quieter. Fuck yeah. Well, you got a nice chest. <laughs> Har. Uh, <laughs> yeah, without the T. No, uh, I have never played chess in my entire life, but mm-hmm. um, I did the other. Also, this weekend, it's been a. It's been a. Was it this weekend or no? That was Friday. No, yeah, it was Friday. Friday yeah, night. Yeah. So yeah, pretty, it's like, good yeah. Was it this weekend's did, actually been pretty long? Did we just have a full week in between? Yeah, that? literally. Oh god, when, time really does fly. Literally, it's surprising to me that it's already the end of February. Yeah, February f- launched like, by. All of a sudden, it was like. You can do your taxes. And then I yep. was like, yeah. Where'd February go? Yeah, literally. Was, yeah, exactly. Yeah, this this month is. Last year flew by. Right? And then, it like, starts in February, right? Ends in April? I, th- I think the turn of the year, January 1st, you can. Oh. I think. Well, you got, obviously, you got to wait for your W 2 yeah. or whatever your tax documents are. But. I don't know. Yeah, I think. It, but, the, like, the due date is by April 15th. Gotcha. I think during COVID, they moved it to like the 17th, April 17th. I don't know. Whatever. I mean, did people make enough money back then <laughs> Yeah. COVID to get a tax return? Yeah. I don't fucking know. <laughs> yeah. They took, they took enough money. They're just like, yeah. fuck. They owed money. So they're like, uh, uh, let's just skip it. <laughs> yeah. But um, they just combined both years' taxes together. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Um. <clears throat> Go ahead. <laughs> but you can't do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> if they did. Yeah. Uh, but no, you you are you and Doug are both really good at chess. I I think we were just like that last game, I think we were both like at the perfect high where we're like Yep. Like we could think outside our normal mind, yeah, but yeah. like we were also super conscious of what the other was doing. Yeah. Yeah. To an extent. Because there was a few times where I got him and he didn't see it. And then yeah. a few he got my queen yeah. when I didn't see it. I'm like, shit. He's yeah. like, did you really just set me up for that one? Yeah. No, I, I, it was amazing. Because like, that was the first night I've ever played chess in my mm-hmm. life. Like, I just, a few things have been happening in my life where like, chess keeps like being brought up. And I'm like, that's weird. That's weird. That's weird. Like, randomly. And I like, have never played chess or had like, I mean, I've been curious, but I never really had a desire to learn. Learn about chess? Yeah, chests, yeah. Oh, yeah, until I saw yours. No. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, no, it was, like, finally just, like, a bunch of things happen in life where, like, it keeps coming up, and I'm like, I really think I'm being told to learn this shit. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, like, it just come up in weird settings. So, finally... Doug was good at it. He's like, you want to come over and learn? And I was like, fuck yeah. So then we all went over there and started learning. Been watching a lot of YouTube videos ever since. And I also got a chess set on the way. Fuck yeah. From Amazon. So 
<laughs> can't wait for that to get here and now that's my new uh life's passion <laughs> mm-hmm. <Just kidding. laughs> no yeah like i guarantee you like when queen's gambit came out yeah um chess probably like skyrocketed yeah i'm like, always oh yeah i'm always how... so fucking late to the game it's like mm. i mean it's <laughs> I don't know when it came out. It may have been during think, COVID. Yeah, it so was maybe co- it was. Because I remember, yeah, the ads for it during COVID. Like, yeah. But, like, I, I always, like, wait on things because it's, like, things get popular, and then it's, like, oh, that's fucking overrated. That's yeah. overrated. Wait for it to die out, and then I jump on. Yeah. So then you're not you're not just being, like, a little bandwagoner on the yeah. backside of the football team yeah. that you don't normally root for because... They never win it, then they make the right. Super Bowl. Then you're like, woo, yeah, ex- that's my team. Yeah, exactly. You wait till they're actually in the playoffs before you become randomly like yeah. the, the new biggest fan. Yep. <laughs> and then you're one of those people that every year you have a new favorite team. Yep. Yeah, literally. <laughs> literally. Whoever's winning. Yeah. Yeah. They're, I, I, that's my team. <laughs> yeah. They change everything that they've, all their whole wardrobe. They throw oh, all yeah. their team out, buy all new stuff. Yeah. Probably put a flag out in their yard with the team that they like. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, my but then goodness. when they lose, they switch teams. Oh, yes. Exactly. Yeah, they're just... Yeah, they lose the Super Bowl, and they're just like, I never wrote, rooted for them. I was just... Yeah. I just had this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I got this from... Uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, but it's like this podcast, even. Mm-hmm. Like, wait for podcasting to just, like... It was super popular. Then now, like nobody listens to podcasts anymore. And now all of a sudden, I'm like, I want to do one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, well, technically, it like did boom. Yeah, like right once it started. Yep. And then I'd say like a lot of people that probably started doing it stopped. Yeah, yeah. No, I I don't think podcast. I think it's been growing year year over year for sure. But like, it's definitely been past the excitement, like the new flashy yeah. excitement yep. point where it's like kind of like part of everyday life now. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, okay, let's hop in this. Yeah. <laughs> like I got to get through that, like the overrated flashiness mm-hmm. first. And then I'll be like, okay, this looks pretty yeah. good. Now it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cause if it was, if it was like when it was booming, like when it first came out, then, then I would look like I was just jumping on the bandwagon. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm just doing it to be cool. But yeah. Well, I think there's also like an in between there. Yeah. There like is. if, if you like, if right once it starts before it gets that first big spike yeah. and you get it, yeah. I think you're not like a bandwagoner. Yeah. If you can be early enough. Yeah. But if it's like, booming already then yeah. you gotta wait a little yep <laughs> yeah. but yeah there's, there's sweet spots for everything hard oh yes there is <laughs> everyone yeah. loves a good sweet spot oh yeah you got some good sweet spots too mm-hmm. <laughs> and you've explored them all mm. oh yes i know exactly where those sweet spots are <laughs> god yeah but no yeah like fucking when me and doug played like that was it was literally like he started to come at me and like just he took my queen and then it was like he had like the higher chance of winning and then all of a sudden it's like you can feel like with when i had my knight like i just bounced it around the board a few turns and he's like fuck like i it's like you can tell like when like i'm pushing back and then he pushes back like sexually yes yes Oh yeah, yeah. Well, Dougie loves a good bald head. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You shaved that night and like, Mm -hmm. oh, so smooth. Yeah, (laughs) he can't resist. Oh, literally, he can't. Like anytime I've like been bald, he's like, 
can I rub it? Yeah. He's like, rub the orb for good luck. Yeah, literally. Oh my goodness. But, uh, no, that was like, I could, it's like when you were, when we were playing, like to me, I could feel like the push and pull on, like yeah. on the board yeah. type thing. It's like a tug of war match. Yeah. Like a mental tug of war. Yep. My, like one thing I noticed too playing was like just the, like the mental strain of like having to watch everything, but like knowing that your opponent it's like seeing things that you're not and it's like yeah. what i was thinking that like a few times when doug sat there for like a minute and i'm like oh shit he does he see me what yeah. i'm going through yeah does yeah he know my moves exactly no it's it's so cool but it's like almost like awkward trying to like keep it's like almost like a poker face but like a chess face yeah where it's like you're you're trying to like trying to fake them with them yeah, right in front of you with them face to face with you like it's more it's more intense of like an emotional i guess game than poker because like poker you're sitting around it and there's like a group of guys and you can kind of like shrink down and hide in the crowd i guess yeah we're like chess it's like you guys are competing directly facing each other and like making moves and it's like trying to outsmart each other and it's like a yeah. really like i i feel like there's like i don't know i, I it's it's a cool game mm -hmm. I, I love it it's a thinking game it's like a it goes along with like everything that i love like puzzle games that make you think but you're on your own kind of thing yeah like, i love that shit so i don't know why it took this long to learn yeah. i guess it, like i thought it was like super complicated and i was just like not really worth it it kind of is like when you the first time you do yeah. it and then it's like okay this after like a game or two it's yeah. like okay this all makes sense yeah it's now just blending the moves together yeah. to like block areas yeah. or because i knew every piece like moved differently and i'm like like what the fuck like mm -hmm. why does every piece have to have a different movement i'm like that that's fucked so yeah. i just like never had any desire i'm like that game is like way too confusing and messed up so mm -hmm. but like now now that you like that was the hardest thing it was like trying to remember which pieces can do what and then it's like remembering which pieces can do what that your opponent can also use against you so it's like yeah. not only are you trying to like figure out what you can you're able to do you're also having to realize like your opponent has a piece right there that can do that weird move right to the space you're moving to so yeah. it's like there's so much you have to almost think ahead where they're going yeah, yeah. like if like there was one time where it was like i saw doug had like a knight on his left side yeah and uh he's like could move it up and like get one of my like uh bishops and then like come to my queen or something like that yeah and i'm like okay so if i move here then this is going to be open and if yeah. I move here then you may come this way so it's like you have to think ahead yeah for their moves and yours yeah literally not only yeah exactly not like only, you, have, you have to try to be like three moves ahead right yeah like three moves ahead for both of you guys yeah because it's like not only do you have to know every option that you can possibly make which is already hard enough mm -hmm. but you also have to know every possible option your opponent can make and prepare for it all yeah in the moves that you can make yep because it's like you can get bent over and also not only that, but you don't know which one of those options your opponent's gonna make. It's just like, yeah, it's yeah, it's just a cool, cool game. So, yep. Um, watching, I was watching YouTube videos on it, just trying to like. For me, it's like, like the starting is like, 
does it matter kind of thing. But then mm-hmm. the more I'm looking at like it does, but yeah. like for me, it's like, it felt like it was like, okay, so I just got to get all my pieces forward basically to make contact pretty much. Mm-hmm. But like now I, I'm the more I'm watching videos, the more it's like, okay, there's strategy behind it yeah. all for sure. But yeah, <clears throat> yeah really enjoyable. Oh it's yeah. Like, yeah. They literally have books of just like crazy. strategies. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, the videos I was watching, I'm, like, so... I was getting so lost. I had to back them all up, like, a hundred times. I'm, like, what did he just do? Like, they'll just do... Because they'll go from, like, waiting, like, five minutes between each turn to, like, boom, boom, boom. boom. They're back and forth. Like, they all have these plans, like, completely made out. And they're just, like, boom, boom. If he does this, I'm doing this. I'm doing this. And and they're, like, making... They go, like, five turns within, like, ten seconds. And then they'll go to where, like one of them finally stops and then it's like five minutes of waiting and then yep. boom boom, boom. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, literally. Cool. it's it's a cool game but yeah. like when that happens it's hard to it's hard to follow mm-hmm. yeah and there's like what they've learned is like there's certain strategies you can start out with mm-hmm. and then people mm-hmm. have figured out the counter strategy yeah to whatever that is so it's basically yeah. like a bunch of counter strategies yeah like at the very start to try to like yeah get through their defenses yeah i think the options yeah yeah because uh, like during the like the competition videos i was watching some nerd um they had like a an odds bar where yeah. they had like the the blacks or the whites like what the odds of their them winning was like every move they would make if they made a move like the odds of like whoever would go up and the other would go down and it's just like based off of the position like one position can completely change like yeah like if they make one wrong move they could completely destroy their odds of yep. of winning which is crazy mm-hmm. it, it's really cool game yeah so i'm excited to learn more and i'm just literally beginning now yeah so pretty yeah, cool. it's a lot of fun yep um also another update too because I'll, I'll keep the chess thing updated but the mushrooms the uh, oh, yes. performance mushrooms I've been taking every morning. It's mm-hmm. been a week straight. And it's fucking amazing. I love it. Makes me feel good. It's like good, focused, steady energy without a crash. Um, and then no gurgly stomach either. So it's like, it's nice. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. definitely would recommend. Um, so, and I just like, coffee always got me like super jittery and shaky and like gurgly stomach. And it's just nice to, I've been wanting to like find a replacement. Cause yep. I, like, I feel like, I mean, it comes with anything like where you could find research to support any opinion that you have. Like there's so much that says coffee is really good for you. And there's so much with like with the antioxidants and blah, blah, yeah. blah. But, and then there's like so much that says that it's so bad for you. And it's like, it's just not good to fill your body with caffeine like that. And mm-hmm. especially if you load it up with sugar and creamer and well, like if you think about it, everything was put on this earth for us to consume, except yes. for if they're actually poisonous. Yeah. So like if it's on the earth, unless you're like, what is it? I literally just said the word. If you're allergic to it, oh. like if you're allergic to something, then yeah, it's not good for you. But yeah. like, if it's in nature and it's good, like you yep. can eat it. To me, it's kind of like, 
it's already here, so how can it be bad for you? Yeah, like penis. Yeah. Like, like it's here. It's here. There's it's two cute. of them in this room right now. How could it be bad for you? Yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> no, but like I I think like if if something's grown in nature, unless you're like eating strictly only that thing. Yep. Then it's perfectly fine for you. Yeah, yeah. You just played chess with your body. I know. I was totally thinking that. I'm like, do 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 do. My brain's just in that. Yeah. Hang on, I gotta go. Hang on. Let's move this. It's gotta lift the skirt. Yep. Oh, oh yeah. Can you hear the foam? No, not no, really. Not really. Um, if you go like this, you could. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You could. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Devin's episode. He was drinking pepsi and oh, coke yeah. and like cracking it open you could hear the fizz and it was like actually like we basically made a pepsi commercial yeah nice so foamy i'm like oh that actually sounds good but um uh also freaking high life is so foamy look at those bubbles yeah look at them bubbles that's amazing i was always fascinated with that like you look where the bubbles start where the fuck is, are those things coming from mm-hmm. that's one thing i gotta research basically i think it's just carbonate carbonation has caused bubbles yeah. obviously yeah i'm so but fucking like, curious about the world like look what are the molecules that infinitely multiply and breed into bubbles it's literally liquid but then the bubbles look like they come from nowhere yeah like you know the ones where they like like you see bubbles rising but like sometimes you see streams where it's like from the bottom and they're just like flying up and it's like where are you coming from yep and why are you starting there Yep. Yeah, literally. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> so weird. I got the weirdest fucking questions. Oh, that's so weird. There's one right there. Yeah, there's like bubbles on the bottom that I'm watching that are like just... Yeah, bloop, what bloop. the fuck? Time to go in my belly, bubbles. Yep. You picked the wrong place to spawn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Um, that's funny. Yeah. All right. That was a lot of my chest. But... uh being curious about the world you gotta ask questions and it's like yeah why not do mushrooms true <laughs> why not but no but seriously like like a hen in the woods <laughs> oh yeah yeah morels are fucking amazing um what else is around here um i thought there was one more there's a there's a shit ton i have Probably. a whole mushroom like hunting hunting book but um i'd say the only mushrooms that i've ever liked are the wild ones that we've picked yeah yeah the wild ones are amazing they're so like hen in the woods like it looks like a disgusting blob of blubber yeah but it tastes fucking good dude yeah because we went out and picking those things all day out of the farm and like that's like what we had for dinner yeah like we just like fried them up in butter and flour and uh and just like a pan full of everything we picked that day and just like ate that all that mm-hmm. for dinner just mushrooms and then your mom would always make the jam oh yeah yeah or the jelly or whatever yeah it was. the blackberry jam yeah yep. so good that was like the uh, best stuff. Yeah. that was like the only growing up like i always hated jam with the seeds because jams with yeah. seeds and jellies without and i hated it but like this is the only thing i could have with the seeds yeah i'm like this is fucking amazing like a, ho- yeah. a homemade jelly. Like I, I don't like, like, mulberries or. Oh yeah. Um. I forgot the other one. Because one grows on trees and one grows on plants. Oh yeah. Uh, the mulberries. I remember the mulberry bush. 
Yeah. What goes on the tree? Um, fuck, you're right. I don't know. Yeah, there's a couple types of berry. We had all of them on yeah. the farm. But, so, like, but, like, your mom would, like, make them specifically out of, like, yeah. the, one, the bushes. And, yeah. like, so good. Yeah. And I wonder if the plant, their plants are probably still there. Oh, yeah, they like, are. Like, I'd yeah. love to just be, like, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's actually very common. Like, you'd be surprised what you guys can, like, even if you live in a neighborhood, what yeah. you can actually, like, forage yeah, like we had the ones on the trees in at our at the Victor house. Yeah, we had two, yeah, one or two of them in the backyard. We were literally walking the the dogs over the summer last year, and I was like, "Holy shit, look at that!" Like it was just like in one of the like like one of the empty lots, mm-hmm. and um, in the neighborhood, and I'm walking by, and there's just a like blackberry bush, and I'm like, "Holy shit, look at that!" And I was like, "Those are fucking blackberries," and I go running up there and. And Katie's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? I'm just like, these are blackberries. We used to pick these all the time at the farm. And I pluck one and just pop it in my mouth. She's like, oh my God, that that could be poisonous. Why are you eating something? Like, just like so worried about like, and and that's like nothing against her. It's crazy how uncommon it is. Yeah. Like that people don't know about, like instead of going to a store, you have food literally in a city. Yeah. Just growing and it's just going to drop to the ground and die. You're so right about that. Cause it's like, I forget how little the world knows about life. Cause like, I think like we had a normal upbringing as fr- from our perspective, it was Literally. like, yeah, we just had a normal upbringing. Now everything's fine kind of thing. But then like, I'll do things like that where I'm like, absolutely hundred percent certain. I know what this is. It's edible kind of thing. It's just part of everyday life. Like we'd mm-hmm. be out in the woods picking things like that and eating them right there. And, yep. but like for pe- for a lot of people that grew up in neighborhoods or grew up uh, like in the city or whatever, like that's, unheard of like yeah. how could you eat something from nature like if if, if a morel grew in the city somehow yeah like yeah. how many people would think that's poisonous and all of a yeah. sudden you just walk there pluck it and then just eat it right yeah. away yeah like maybe like yeah poison control or yeah. whatever which there is there is plenty of berries out there plenty of things that are poisonous oh, yeah. and could severely hurt you but we grew up with that and we grew up with foraging and we knew what we were doing kind of thing. I don't know. That's just part of our everyday life and part of the skills we learned growing up. But like, I forget how uncommon that is because like, even, even with like Katie, like I just like, we've been together so long and like I saw those and I'm just like, I don't know. It was just, it was just interesting for me where I was like, that is interesting to see like, I don't know, because she just, she grew up in, in the suburbs, and, like, I don't know, I just didn't think it was that uncommon until, yeah. like, that, that I don't know, that was just a point that, like, impacted me, where I'm like, wow, like, the world really doesn't know a lot. Yeah. It doesn't know how easy, or how much easier it is to live in nature and off the land, yeah. eat naturally, than it actually, like, what they think it is, because, like, I remember seeing, uh, seeing a comment on something instagram or something but uh like somebody was like said something about like how we need to stop killing animals and just get our meat from the grocery store where it comes from oh yeah do you you hear about that yeah and i'm just like wow wow like people are absolutely clueless we're so like enveloped in our structure that we've created around us that people don't even know where shit comes from yeah like it's absolutely insane. Like, that's a real thing. Mm-hmm. Like, this is going to sound weird, but one of the cartoons that I love growing up 
watching and it's just like still impactful to me today. There's always, there's so much more messages within this cartoon, but adventure time. Oh yeah. yeah. That night we we're playing chess. We just had that on in the background and, um, there was a scene where like one of the characters was just like, um, said something about like, I, I don't know where food comes from. And then the other one was just like, uh, like the server or whatever was like, oh, it, this, it comes from blue and starts talking. And he's just like, no, 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 no I don't want to know. That's why I'm royalty and you're a servitude. <laughs> yep, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. That's like, oh my goodness. <laughs> but it, it is. It's true. It is true. It, like people don't know. They're, they're so like. They want to be so blind. Yeah. To, like, yeah. Everything. Blind to everything. And then tell us that we need a change. It's yeah. like, it's like people that like live out in the country and forage for their own foods and like raise their own animals to eat and like leaving zero footprint because they're creating everything where they lie off their land. Mm -hmm. They're living like that. But then you got people in the city that are just like supporting massive factories and, and like chemical farming, like massive farms that are just like, using all these like horrible chemicals to grow their crops and like cramming animals into tightly packed cages instead of like having free range chickens and stuff, which takes space. Like, and then they, you have like these people in these packed cities that are trying to tell us that we need to help the environment. Yeah. Just, yeah. They're, they're they're eating little chicken nuggets. Yeah. Not knowing where chicken nuggets yeah, come from. Exactly. Or the processing behind all the restaurant food that they're eating. Yeah. And we're out here living off the land and just raising and eating what we need rather than just supporting restaurants that are just dumping, just like dumping so much good supplies and food just because somebody didn't finish their meal or somebody, you know, it's just like so much waste. And then you have them telling us that we need to stop driving diesel trucks because it's bad for the environment. Yeah, literally. (laughs) It's just like, okay, how about you, how about you just like zoom out quickly and just take a look at your skies versus our skies. Yeah, literally. (laughs) Like you can't even see the stars where you're living and you're trying to tell us what to do. Yeah. (laughs) But whatever. There's just like, how removed these people are from nature and where, mm-hmm. where we came from, like how many steps removed. And, and it goes with, it kind of goes with like what you were saying earlier about coming from nature and like, like, w- like what really is natural. Cause like yeah. we're natural and like everything around us is natural, but then like what makes it not natural, the mm-hmm. uh, us tampering with it or, like how many times do we got to tamper with it to make it not natural? Cause like yeah. picking a plant and then transporting it is, is like processing it. Yeah. So like how much processing does it take to make something be considered processed? Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I don't know. There's, uh-uh. it's, it's funny. I, and again, I think a lot of this goes back to the, English language and just like how we word things. Yep. Cause it's, that's an interesting thing, language and the way we put meaning behind words and what words mean what. Yeah. Weird thing. Yeah. Like how someone was just like, this is going to be called 
this. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the word this yeah. is for this. Like, who created this? And why does yeah. this sound like such a correct word for this? Yeah, exactly. And that, like, we can't, like, we think with emotions, mm-hmm. but we can't put emotions into words. So there's yeah. always going to be a disconnect for talking, communication, because you're using words that show more emotion in your thoughts than, or different ones than other people. And then you're sending those words out and then they have to take those words in what they mean and how you said it. Yeah. And then like decode that. And it's like so ineffective. It's such an ineffective way to communicate. (laughs) Yeah. That's why a lot of people say, uh, Telepathy is best. Tell yes. <laughs> but like Oh fuck. Like God damn it, I just lost my thought. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're good. Greek film with what you were saying. I was just saying the decoding of language and like how like it's just Oh yeah. You know. Actions are louder than words. Oh yeah. That's, That's a good way to say that. Yeah, absolutely. Cause like what you say you can do can mean something totally different or like it's not as powerful obviously than mm-hmm. holy shit you actually did it kind yeah. of thing cuz like taking it in with other senses rather than decoding language in your head is like seeing somebody do something mm-hmm. rather than like hearing somebody say something you don't get the imagery that like yeah cuz like our thoughts are definitely in pictures and like oh yeah being able to visualize what somebody's actually doing and seeing it rather than like words and then decoding what those words mean into photos yeah like know. reading a book yeah or like a deaf person watching like your body language yeah yeah exactly but I, and i think people like books so much is because they can they can kind of twist the the words into what they believe fit or what something mm-hmm. that keeps their interests personally and like they can tweak the what the characters look like and they can tweak like everything they can kind of like cater to themselves in their heads and that's why books are so good and then when you watch a movie it's somebody's else somebody else's imagination that you're viewing like Mm -hmm. somebody else decided that this is how this should be and then you're watching that rather than like being able to create in your own head so yeah that's a we're losing IQ. Yes. Yeah, because we can't think for ourselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why they said back then, your TV turns your brains to mush kids. Yep. Yeah. It's Have a, an imagination. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. Yeah, we're just frying our brains. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, we're just trying to like stimulate, finding ways to stimulate our brains without having to strain them. Yep. It's like, how can I lift more weight without actually exerting force? Yeah, literally. <laughs> like, I, like, I've tried to start working out again, and it's just like, do I have to lift weights to get, like, fit? Yeah. Like, do I really? And I'm like, get your fucking ass up, you yeah. fucking bitch. It's like, like fuck, fuck, no wonder why people are doing steroids. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah. It's like, fuck, I don't want to do this. I'll just use this needle. Yeah. <laughs> lifts their 18 ounce curls and yep. it gets absolutely buff as fuck oh yeah yeah exactly what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness all right uh yeah we like t- brought up the ufos and then just like n- yeah that's true 
See, this is what happens. Yeah, this is what happens. When it gets brought up and said we talk about it too yeah. much, we avoid the subject. Yeah, exactly. So I want you guys to go into the kitchen right now. Go into your uh, little baggy drawer where you keep your plastic bags and wraps and wax paper and stuff like that. Go ahead and grab your um, your aluminum foil. Pull out a big, long sheet and wrap that shit around your skull. Yeah. Stretch it out to a point on the top. Just wring out this little point and then grab the sides and just pull that shit so fucking tight around your ears because we are about to enter the UFO zone. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, actually, though, um, this is a... I'm not sure how far we're going to go, but I've been pretty heavy into this topic recently and... And uh, I definitely do my research before I believe in something, if you can't tell by the podcast already. But, like, there isn't no reason why why I was curious about this topic in the first place. Um, I like to ask questions, and I like to get answers, and I like to find out for myself. And I'm always seeking knowledge and wisdom. And uh, and I'm, I'm not going to like just believe in the first video that pops up or whatever. Like I'm actually going to find pages, Google things and find pages that actually say things and then, and watch a lot of videos too. Um, but look for the information before I'm like, okay, I like to hear both sides. I like to hear like conventional explanations to see like what we're supposed to believe in. And then, look into the like the abstract opinions as well just to why would i why would i close myself off i i, I want to know what people think and why people think things and like i want to know all the possible explanations and then taking the information and decipher for myself i don't like telling i don't like people telling me how to think which is why i am not afraid to ask tough questions i like trying to find out things for myself. So um, that's why this is the Mind Hiking Podcast. Because <laughs> yeah. we're not afraid to ask questions. We're not afraid to go into crazy subjects. Because you shouldn't be ridiculed for asking questions that people are afraid to ask. Because yeah. you're, you're being courageous enough to step into an uncomfortable zone where... And I think that's why there's so much... like so much confusion around this subject because this is psychological warfare. It's, it's been programmed in us to treat this subject like a joke because there's certain people that don't want us finding out about it because if we can make a joke about it, if we can make, we can have film companies if we can, ugh, dude, there's so, the more you dig into this, the more information there is. But if we yeah. can take, I'm going to try to, I'm, this is going to be just like an introduction, I guess, because I don't want to go, it's going to take too long to go too deep. But uh, if we can get control of film company companies, then we can make, or at least sway opinions. Uh, and we can make this like a mainstream kind of like sci-fi or even like comedical joke kind of topic 
and just ridicule people that take this serious because this is just Hollywood stuff. This is just a, like, oh my goodness. Like, if you can make it so absurd that it can't be possible, then you won psychological warfare. And you're absolutely ostracized and ridiculed if you take the UFO subject seriously. And in recent years, it's definitely improved where people are starting to talk about yeah. it. And it's, it's actually a serious question now. But for decades, it was like career ending if you question this yeah and it still is like you'd be seen as a psychopath yeah you'd be seen as a psychopath you can never take you can never be taken seriously um like especially like in the educational system or the like political arena there's like you are insane if you if you even question this topic and i think that that's absolutely outrageous i th why can't you ask questions like mm -hmm. that's insane but, um, and it is just psychological warfare from people that are in power from, <laughs> it's, uh, it's just like, it's slipped away. It's kind of slipped into its own, its own thing, just like a separate en entity of the U.S. government. Because, like, even the U.S. government, as you can see from, like, these congressional hearings on UFOs, they don't know, and they want to know. Yeah. It's, like, it's a bipartisan topic, and why is there holdup? And it's just because the U.S. government isn't in control of this program, but it's being paid for by us yeah. in our taxes. They're, they're like, skimming money off of the top of black budget programs that can't be looked into by the IRS because they're black budget and you need security clearances, high level security clearances. So if they label it as black budget, then they can't look into it, but there's a way to siphon money off the top of that without anybody knowing because yeah. they can't look into it. So that's how these, these um, secret, black budget programs are being um, funded. And the other thing is like the clearances because there's like the U.S. president or like high level other like house members like can't get access to these programs because it's, it's like a breakaway uh like a breakaway government, like a rogue government mm -hmm. within our government, funded by our government, funded by us. And, and I, and I, I just don't know how much I should, should say, cause I know it all, but mm -hmm. there, there was basically a original core group of people that, um, and I can't start a topic without going back to the very beginning either. Like this that's okay. so much, but like, Like, we know that the majority of the UFO sightings or interest that they had in us is... First of all, the, the UFO question isn't a question. Are we alone is not, not even a question anymore. We absolutely are not alone. 
there's definitely been beings visiting us for a very long time. There's so much documentation and there's so much, so many sightings. And, and I've said before on other episodes where like we've evolved and survived and became who we are today with our five senses. And it's worked for our survival and evolution this long. So why do people not take eyewitness accounts seriously? Mm-hmm. Our eyes have saved us from predators forever since our existence. And we can't take eyewitness accounts seriously. And another thing too is like any like criminal trial is majority of the facts are eyewitness accounts, eyewitness testimonies. And you can sentence somebody to death with an eyewitness account, but you can't say whether or not UFOs are real or not based off an eyewitness account or even like up near tens of thousands of eyewitnesses. Like the, one of the biggest eyewitness account was the Arizona lights, but there was like over 10,000 witnesses to that. And still like joked about in like the, um, the very next day there was a press conference uh, with the governor and they're like, Oh, we've discovered the reason for the UFO, uh, the like Arizona lights. And he comes out on stage and, and brings out a, a, like a dude dressed in an alien costume in a, in a congressional press conference like as a joke, just like trying to play this off. And it's yeah. like the more they do that, the more they joke about it. And I don't think it's directly these people. I don't think they know what they're doing I, or that they're doing it. I think they're being told like, this is what you need to do or bad things are going to happen. Yeah. And, and there is documentation of things like that. And the more you look into the UFO topic, the more, you see how it branches out into other questions. Like, mm-hmm. like this even taps into, <laughs> it's going to be so crazy and, and like insane for a lot of listeners, but this even taps into like the JFK assassination. Oh yeah. Where, and if you look into that too, you, you'll see one, one thing that was messed up about all that, like, They, it. I'm. I, we don't have to go into it all, but basically, it ties into the Marilyn Monroe death as well. Mm-hmm. Supposedly, it was reported as a drug overdose, which is insane because, like, like how wide the UFO topic is spread and the willingness of these corrupt people to go the lengths that they do to cover this up just for the for the power it's not even for the money like money is not an object they can they can have access and print and do whatever they want um which there's also documentation to prove that as well but it's not for the money it's it's for the power and not just power of like people think too smallly people think too like oh to keep control of like the the country to get the next president elected none of that matters like all the puppeteer jokes and stuff like that 
it's closer to that than than you think, but also not really because it doesn't matter who's like all politicians are just flashy people that want fame and that's all. They don't really have any power. Yeah. It's the people in the background. It's the people that are keeping the world the way it is. And people are keeping the world the way it is because of the, the power they, they get from it. There's, there's four major oil companies that essentially run the world because the world runs on oil. Yep. <laughs> and we can't separate that because these people in power would lose enormous amounts larger than the U.S. debt. Like, I don't even know what the U.S. debt is at right now. Like, probably pushing up near $14 trillion. trillion. Yeah. yeah. I think last time I saw it was like 13 point something trillion. It's probably up yeah. near $14 trillion now, which is absolutely insane. But, like, all the, all the, um, the assets in the oil industry is like, like, if you think about the equipment and the investments, the entire world, everything, everything that transports us, everything that moves us, everything that processes anything is run by oil. Oil and coal. Yeah. Yep. And, um, and then if you think about all that on top of all of the the natural assets of like oil fields and like coal mines and everything in the ground that we still haven't even harvested out. It's probably damn near like $300 trillion in assets in, in, in the oil industry invested already. Mm-hmm. Like absolutely outrageous amounts of money. And this is why that this topic is fought for and suppressed as hard as it is because that's world changing amount of money and power. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that's what it's about. Cause we can't steer the world off of running off of oil. There's, there's documentation too of the patent office, um, taking like stealing, confiscating, uh, inventions and just like black shelving it, which basically means tucking it on a shelf and keeping it hidden from the world forever because it's too efficient. Like, anything over like 22% for a solar panel is confiscated and just stuffed down. Nobody needs to know about that. And the person that invented it is either one of three things, either paid off and said, we're buying this and they'll, they'll tell them this is for the U S military or whatever here. You're not allowed to talk about this ever again. Here's, $10 $10 million, keep your mouth shut. Or they're threatened with their life, maybe a combination of both, but like we will terminate you or your loved ones or whatever the threat may be. Um, and again, suppressed. And, um, and then the other thing is they're murdered. Yep. <laughs> and that'll keep them quiet. But because if we if you had anything if you had like a photovoltaic photovoltaic cell more efficient than like 22 to 25% then you could convert everything into solar panels 
and run the world off of solar, solar energy, rather than coal and oil, which would devastate the assets and the banks, the banks that own these oil companies. Everything is just a major investment. It's all about these major companies that own other major companies that also own news sources to put out the information that you guys trust, which is just another reason why podcasts are so much better because it's just straight source yep. rather than paid off. And the frustrating thing too is like the faces of this, like the politicians or the, the news reporters don't know. They don't realize that it's this bad. They don't realize until like they get a call like, hey, you can't report on this, which happens all the time. Yeah, People find news stories that are like, holy shit, this is world changing. And then it's like, like no, you, you can't do that because too many people would lose their jobs. Too many people would lose too much money. It's, yeah. it's like, that. there's a, our line of work is, is very interesting. Uh, we solve a lot of problems and we do a lot of good. And there was a solution that was come up with by somebody in our industry. And for, I don't know how far I can go with this, but yeah, I think I know what you're talking yeah. about. Um, for solving a major issue in the cities, specifically in the cities, any, anywhere in the world, anywhere on roads, but like, solving a major issue that we deal with every day. Um, and it was, it was shot down because it would get rid of too many jobs. This solution would get rid of too many jobs. That's a real thing. Mm -hmm. Solutions being shot down because it would destroy too many jobs or it would, it would change the course of our growth right now. And too many of these major companies would lose too much money, too much, too many assets, which is power. They're, they're going to be losing their power um, and their control. And they want the world running on what they own because they got such a large investment in it. Mm -hmm. Like world changing. I'm not talking like, oh, I'm going to lose money on, I'm not going to, I'm going to lose a few hundred thousand on my investments or whatever. No, like world changing power and money. And, and that's the motivation behind all of this. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's an, it's insane how deep this goes. It's not, this is what I mean when I say I do my research before I say, oh, aliens must be real. Yeah. Like there's way more under the surface than anybody would ever believe. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I think a lot of this is for another episode though. Cause <laughs> like there's. I'm, I'm going to let people kind of like settle on this. Cause when I found out so much of this information, like it was like my mind was fried and like the, my, like my depiction in my mind of how, what the world was and how it worked was completely shattered and, and reformed because of the information that i found out and it's psychological warfare because if you can joke about this and you can pu pump this out into the media of like this is the way it is and like anything other than that is joked about like oh yeah like that's funnies or like oh this is a uh, or they make sci-fi movies about it like it's crazy and uh, and then you can joke about it like oh what what is this fucking star trek <laughs> yeah. you know stuff yeah. like that um 
because like Star Trek's not a comedy, but that's still something you can joke about, like oh nerd kind of thing. Yeah. But like, and that's insanely effective. The the power of psychological warfare and and making somebody feel like exiled from society just because of their beliefs, mm-hmm. which is a terrible, terrible, sad thing and extremely effective. It works extremely dangerously well. And, um, it w- which is just a, a sad thing and it's totally diminishing to our way of life and, and how we live. And I don't know, that's, it's a major downfall to the human race, just humanity, that we let that affect us. But, I mean, it was part of our evolution because we needed the tribe. We needed to have the group to survive, so we didn't want to be outcasted. So that was kind of, like, evolved into us because through natural selection because we we needed to be part of a group. So now, years later, we still have those motivations and those drives, but we don't need them. And, and we're still here. Like, I don't want to be outcasted from the world because I think aliens are real, (laughs) (laughs) you know, Yeah. which goes back to how we started with the politicians and stuff. But the, the biggest thing you want to, I mean, once you figure out like, okay, there's so much proof and so much documentation and so many testimonies from extremely like, thousands and thousands of extremely credible people with very high level clearances. Like you don't mm-hmm. get a, you don't get a clearance. You don't just get those handed out. Yeah. You got to be very intelligent and have a very high position of power. And also you have to be very smart. Not anybody can just like get a clearance. Yeah. And, um, there's people with insane clearances or insane achievements that have, testimonies that are absolutely insane and it's like again you go to like the judicial system where like any person in any backwoods neighborhood can say anything and they can get somebody sentenced to death just because of an eyewitness testimony that you don't even know is true yeah (laughs) but you have countless documentation and not just documentation, but like radar reports, videos, photos. It's just like this stuff is like, you can't make this up and high level military like testimonies. And still like, it's all just pushed to the wayside just because it's in, it's in Star Trek or it's in, you know, it's like, this is just like, the green little men in cartoons. Yeah. Like, like it's just humorous to us. So we can't take it seriously from, from a primal reason or perspective, which is just a, a sad thing. And then that whole psychological warfare is funded by these, these black budget programs within the U S government from these people that need to keep this power. And the reason, the the reason why I brought in the, the oil and coal for people that are confused and like the way society is run right now is just because when you 
finally accept like, okay, let's look at the research. Let's look at the evidence of UFOs and like how they, like one of the first things you want to ask is like, if this is real, how did they, how did they get here? Yeah. Like how the fuck did they get here? Like there's the first thing you want to know is the power source. Like how did they, how did that happen? Mm-hmm. Which f- forces you to accept that it wasn't like coal powered or oil powered. It wasn't an internal combustion engine that, that just like powered this thing and got you light years away. And, uh, which is a whole nother topic I'll get to, but, and even like people are like, and this is another thing too, with the beginning of the episode where it's like, people are so many steps removed and they don't know how anything works. And Mm -hmm. they think like, you can just plug an outlet, plug something into an outlet where like the energy comes from magic. It's just like, Oh, clean energy. Cause it's electric. No, you're burning coal and you're using oil to mine this coal. You're using all the equipment it takes to transport things. And again, like these major oil companies and energy companies make money off of the lack of efficiency. They Mm -hmm. make money. The more like, it's like, over 20% of your energy that you're paying for is lost in the transmission of your energy, your power over power lines due to the resistance in the metal, the resistance in the wire. And they make money off of that. They don't care how much power you get. They, they don't care how much energy you get to. If, if the least, the, the least efficient, the less efficient that it is, the more, the more money you got to spend on them to get the power. So they make more money off of the lack of efficiency and also on top of all the, the mining of all this shit. Um, so they don't care. And it's there. So it's not clean energy basically is what I'm saying. You, you plug mm-hmm. something in, it's, you're not making, or you're not making a good impact in the world. So again, it, it's not like, it, it's not using electricity. These these yeah. <laughs> things can't can't fly using electricity, and it's also you're you're forcing yourself to th- stay in this confined dimension that we live in. You're you're confining your your thoughts to the world you've been taught around you, and it would be impossible to use to be confined to that and be interstellar meaning travel the universe cuz like it just to get out of our the milky way galaxy just to get across the milky way galaxy from one end to one end is like somewhere around 100,000 light years which is <laughs> meaning like even to communicate with something across the galaxy, like the galaxy with an infinite amount of galaxies, like how small that is, how small we are. Like that means you have to be traveling at the speed of light for a hundred thousand years just to get to the end, other end of the galaxy. And then imagine messaging somebody that far. And then they, you have to wait another hundred thousand years if they were traveling at the speed of light just to get like 
That's, that's 200,000 years it takes at its best, at peak light speed, for it to be like, you say, oh, hey, how are you? And then the, them receive the message and then they send back, good, how are you doing? Just to have a, like a two-way conversation, 200,000 years. Light speed is so freaking slow. And we've never even come close to that. Like we can break the sound barrier. We can go faster than the speed of sound, which is like insanely slow. But uh, um, like light speed, we've never come anywhere even near that. But that's like, they call that the speed limit of the universe because uh, like you can't go faster than that because the universe I've talked about this is expanding light is shining. Where does that light go? It goes outwards, even if it's into something that doesn't exist yet. But the un- that's why we know the universe is expanding because light is shining and you can't go faster than the speed of light because what happens when you, you pass up light what happens when you go faster than the speed of light? What happens when you go faster than what you can see? Like everything exists because of light, because we can perceive it. And what happens when you go faster than that? You can't, which is why they call that the universal speed limit. So everything that you're using and operating to communicate, like your cell phone and stuff, that's all like speed of light, the con- the confines of the speed of light. and So technically, if you go faster than the speed of light, you're seeing the future, which is nothing at some point you're, in time. You're, you're actually, yeah, you're very, you're on the right path there because you're actually going to the future. You're time traveling. If you, if you even get near the speed of light, you're, that's like, if, if people were on a magic spaceship that could go the speed of light, they leave Earth, travel at the speed of light, and then they come back, it could be years into the future and they didn't age a day. Yeah. Just because of the just because of the the extra distance they've traveled has created time. Has, has created add, a gap. Added time to them without them actually aging. Because by the time they get back to where they were at the, the point in space-time, that time has had to... It, ha- it has to speed up to catch up with w- the distance that they've traveled. Yep. So time is directly l- related uh, to distance and speed. Uh, most, mostly speed, because if you're... At different speeds, you're obvi- if you're going a speed, you're traveling a distance. But uh, it would be like if we like linked arms and then we started walking in a circle, but I was just spinning in a circle, you would have to walk around me. Yeah. So you're traveling more of a distance. Yeah. We're both spinning, but you're traveling more of a distance than me. I'm just spinning in a circle. You're, you have to go faster than me to keep up with me yeah because you're on the outside and that's how that works if you if you grow traveling at the speed of light and you like things are around you life is moving faster because you're going you're traveling distance and by the time that you get back more time has passed just just to keep it relative Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that 
that's the reason why like the like if we so there's there's documentation again like again this is going to be a lot of the stuff is just going to be like explosive minds to some listeners and or think that I'm absolutely insane which is probably more likely what other people think but uh, um like the there's the zeta reticuli system which is a talked about star system but that one is about 39 light years away there's an Andromeda system, which is around 100,000 light years away. And it's like, how can we travel? Okay, I guess I'll just... Uh, there, there's documentation stating that they're... Uh, that some of the craft that are in possession are from these star systems. And um, so that brings the question... how do you travel that distance without it being like a multi-generational thing? And also you have to figure out how to travel at the speed of light before that happens yeah. and become multi-generational. And then if that's, if that's the case, then how do they get these craft to be able to sustain multi-generations? Yeah. And now we're circling back as to why these why all this mattered, why I had to establish this backstory, why I had to establish the reason we're stuck on coal and oil as our source of energy. Because that all matters. Because these these people want to keep the power because they've already invested into, into it so much. And we don't they don't want to change the course because they need this power. But when you start asking that question, this is the reason why they suppress the UFO topic and make fun of it so much. And it's psychological warfare. Because like you can make people feel insane. And if there's mass sightings, your brain will trick you into thinking you didn't even see something just because you're afraid of being ostracized or yep. exiled. Like you could you can put that into the vault, like your memories into the vault, not even consciously be aware of what you're seeing. Or you could see something in plain sight and just totally block it out in your mind just because it's out of your spectrum of comprehension. Like there's a there's a study on this where you've you've probably seen it where there's a bunch of people passing a basketball around. Okay. And like at the beginning of the video they tell they tell you to count the amount of passes that the basketball players have passed the ball back and forth. And it's like a however many second video, 30 second video or whatever it is. And then you count the passes. People have a different number. Like, I think it was this, or I think it was this, whatever. But that doesn't matter. What matters is there was a big gorilla that walked right through the middle of the video and then like threw his hands up and waved and then walked across, continued to walk across the entire screen. And nobody ever recognizes that. Yeah. Which is crazy, because then at the end, they're like, who saw the gorilla? And they're like, what? Because your brain was focused on what you were doing. You were counting the passes, mm. and you didn't see what was right in front of you. Yeah. So that's another proven fact. Um, so that's a high possibility and part of the tools, the weaponry that they use in this psychological warfare. Um, but so that's the reason... That's the reason why they do that and the reason why it's successful, why it works. Um, 
but like can like what we've already kind of established as far as what we know the fastest thing you can do is travel at the speed of light because at first it was like the sound barrier breaking the sound barrier the light barrier like how do we travel faster than that like we got um cables that can send energy at the speed of light fiber optics yeah basically instead of metal wires with electrical pulses they're using glass tubes like tiny glass tubes like hair like glass tubes and sending light pulses through as ones and zeros instead of like ions through metal but which is fucking fast yeah speed of light fast but for space travel the speed of light is just way too slow so how do you how do you go interstellar how do you how is it possible that alien civilizations could be reaching earth how is that a possibility and that question comes to mind which is goes back to the whole power thing because they don't want to let go of the power and control to release this energy question so that's why they have to suppress the ufo topic yeah but uh like there there is a way obviously with all of these testimonies eyewitness accounts and documentation um and it is like to be interstellar <laughs> i don't know how i want to release all this but um or if i'm doing it in a like a order that justifies the information properly but uh like what is what is faster than the speed of light because there is something that is faster than the speed of light and there's one thing that's faster than the speed of light and the only thing that is faster than the speed of light is the speed of thought which sounds outrageous but there is nothing faster than the speed of thought because that is absolutely in instantaneous um and it starts to get a little bit weird here because it kind of starts to sound like it's becoming on a spiritual level, but that science backs it. And it goes... <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to be losing people if I keep going. <laughs> um, it's just... And there's so much to this too, because like you have all this information that relates to, to everyday, like nowadays, modern life, but then you also got to know the history of how this happened and why it happened. But, um, and like once you figure all that out, it all, everything, it all like, it all clicks, but, yeah. um, just like, to be to be interstellar is to be interdimensional. You can't go interstellar without going interdimensionally because like we said you you time travel when when you go 
faster than the speed of light. So the only way to become interstellar, to be able to travel fast enough to get to different galaxies or even across our own is to go interdimensionally, um, which is thought. <laughs> it's, it's because in, and Einstein kind of stumbled across this and he called it the spooky effect, but every single, uh, and you can look that up yourselves, but, uh, it's everything in space time is connected. Everything, every point in space and time is connected and you can travel anywhere instantaneously anywhere in the universe like anywhere in the universe i'm saying in like an encompassing all term i'm not saying like multiverses i'm i'm like i'm using the term universal as like yeah. like You're ever art. everything yeah um but you can go anywhere in space and time because every point in space and time are connected and that is through thought through <laughs> I, I gotta be careful not to steer people away <laughs> but um, it's it's tough and this is another difficulty with the English language is because it's tough to explain things because you know things mean different things to other people and um, yeah um, but it's yeah, it's 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 basically just insane. Like I, yeah. I don't know how, how much. I think this is maybe a, more than enough for this. <laughs> if <laughs> making people go crazy here, but um, they're learning more than what they already knew. Yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, every, every point in time is connected. But obviously, we're thinking on a like on a wavelength. So like everything that we send all the information we send is on a wave on on like a wave spectrum like am radio fm radio like your your cell phones are all being transmitted through waves um even satellite radio everything is is all on a waveform but like even the speed of light, it's all on a waveform, which takes distance. That take going up and down on a wave takes distance. But when you think on a linear way, every point in space time is connected to each other. And you can make those connections through thought, which is in one place at one time always. And uh and that's but it's but it's it it's interdimensional because the dimension we're in is a waveform. So we're going in and out or we're going up and down on our waveform and like our wavelength that we can perceive images and senses. The I'm putting you to sleep. No. <laughs> uh, My back was just getting tight. Oh. Uh, um, the only way to travel 
anywhere else in the universe is to go interdimensional because you have to go out of the waveform that we're existing in to enter exactly where at what feels like an extremely far distance to us because we're <coughs> riding this waveform is actually right here, right now, everywhere with us. But you got to travel interdimensionally to, to do so. And I also want to go back to the time travel thing because I know people always are like, why do you, like, wh what if you travel back in time and, and kill your grandpa so you were never born? Like, people always say, mm -hmm. like, what happens if you do something like that? Like, that, and there's like the whole, like, what came first, the chicken or the egg topic where it's like, okay, so how, how would you have even been born to kill your grandpa if, uh, if you killed your grandpa? Yeah, <laughs> you know, so you wouldn't have never been born in the first place to do so, but like, time travel is actually possible in that aspect, and that's already been proven. But um, the that's impossible because you're starting a different you're you're on a different timeline. So if if you did so like that, it's it's just a different dimension. It's just a different linear timeline and. And it doesn't affect the the wave form that you're existing, and it doesn't ex affect the plane of existence that you're on. That's just an action that you did on your plane of existence. Yeah. Um, so that doesn't ex affect yours. You're just affecting another. But um, the <sighs> there's you kind of got to go back into the history too, because like in, <sighs> it's so the first like real documented UFO sightings were, uh, or one of the, you know, one of the biggest documented mended well-known cases. There, there are ones before this, but like one of the most documented ones were, uh, 1945, Yes. No, 1947. Sorry. 1945 was the year that the first atomic bomb was detonated, actually, um, which was like 200 and something miles outside of Los Alamos labs. Um, but um, they, they detonated an atomic bomb, which was like the first form of faster than the speed of light travel slash communication that we've ever done without even really knowing it at the time. Because when you detonate anything on an atomic level like that, you're sending out a linear shock wave. It's like an EMP, except like linear, faster than the speed of light. Um, it, interdimensionally that travels interdimensionally which is why you see these sightings pop up it was basically like boom holy shit everything interdimensionally realizes whoa what the fuck just happened what yeah. was that and that's why you start seeing everything start to happen around then right after the first atomic bomb which is different than a, a nuclear bomb because um we kind of switched that up but um uh Nuclear is a fission reaction, which is the splitting, and uh, 
or what did I say that right? What did I say? Atomic? Sorry. The atomic bomb. Oh, yeah. The atomic bomb was the first one, and that was fission, which is the splitting of an atom, which is easier, um, with, with a little bit less energy. But um, the a nuclear bomb is, which is the m- more modern of the two, is uh, fusion, nuclear fusion, which is um, the the bonding of two atoms, which is much um, stronger. But uh, either both of them, both of them send out an interdimensional linear uh, shock wave, basically. But it's not not a wave. Don't think of it as that. That's just the term I'm using because it's it's just like a linear blast. Um, but um, yeah, but the atomic one was the first one in 1945, fueled by plutonium. But uh, and I'm, if I'm pretty sure if i remember right the the nuclear ones nowadays are uh majority um uranium i believe but um probably i think but uh anyways so that happened all of a sudden um the only bomb squad the only atomic bomb squad in the entire world existed 1947 in Roswell, New Mexico. That was where the location of the only atomic bomb squad, after the first one was detonated in 1945, 1947, Roswell, New Mexico held the only atomic bomb squadron in the entire world, which is where this UFO case took place. They also, that year, had upgraded their radar systems to have a it wasn't there's controversy on this whether it was supposed to be intended as a weapon or not which it probably was but there's not enough proof on that that i want to say whether it was or not i i just for you guys (laughs) uh i'm i would i'm leaning towards yes it was supposed to be intended for this but um, but there's not enough proof to say for sure. Um, but, uh, almost dropped that cap, <laughs> but, um, the, uh, where was it? Oh, okay. So, uh, the 1947, yeah, that was where the only atomic bomb squadron was. Uh, they had upgraded their radar systems to have, um, essentially it was a linear version of the, of like an EMP and that was just kind of you know placed in this with not many people knowing or if they did they didn't realize like what it's basically like like if you think just to put it in as simple terms like think of it like a kind of like a drug front okay where like you got the business and people working at that business might not even know that this business is just a, a, a cover up. Yeah. A cover up to like have like, yeah, drug shit happening in yeah. the back. Um, you could just have like, you could just hire like a cashier and just like, or like a cashier person applies at your business and you just mm-hmm. hire them and they have not the slightest clue. Like that's, that's kind of how this would be. Like they, people just didn't even really know what this was or, like the, it was just an upgraded radar system yeah. that worked better, and 
what it what actually happened was they had radar blips of what they thought was two at the time, but later found out that it was like they they knew it was three, but like it was three um three radar blips of what they didn't know at the time, which turned out to be three UFOs, which were targeted on this radar, this new radar system, because they were coming in, checking out the only atomic bomb squadron in the the entire world, not just the United States, the entire world. We were the only ones. Um, the Nazis were trying. It was a close race. They were trying, but they were actually more focused on uh, anti-gravitic technologies. Um, so they were kind of like sidetracked with that technology based off of the UFO sightings they were having, which it, crazy backstory again, you know, the rock band Foo Fighters yeah. that, that band was named after what they called back in world war. Do you know the story? I think I've heard it a long time ago. Yeah. The in world war two, they called the Foo Fighters, the, these orbs, these glowing UFOs <laughs> and like the allies thought it was like secret Nazi technology. And the Nazis thought it was, like secret allied technologies, mm-hmm. which it wasn't, but they, they called it Foo Fighters. And, uh, so that's where the name of the band came from. But yeah, the, basically it was just world war two UFOs yep. <laughs> and, uh, each side thought it was the other. So Nazi took a crazy, like, um, interest in these Foo Fighters and started working with this technology and these anti-gravitics and, um, uh, Jeez! Oh, every time I say something, I come up with a whole nother side note, sidetrack story. But I'll I'll get around to it. If it's not this episode, it'll be some other one, yep. depending on how this episode performs. <laughs> but um, the uh, the allies, the U.S. specifically, um, focused heavily on um, the atomic bomb project, which was. Uh, the code name for it was Trinity, I believe was the first atomic bomb project's name. But anyways, um, so we we won that race, and that's how we ended up winning World War II, which everybody knows. But um, yeah, so anyways, we, we hit these UFOs with... Because like one of the biggest things... I mean, I just answered it already, but like one of the biggest things is like... One of the biggest questions, especially one that I always asked was like, if UFOs are real and like there's like downed UFOs or like crashed UFOs or like excavated UFOs, you know, from dig sites and stuff that you hear about, it's like, how the fuck is that possible? How can these things travel interstellar, interdimensionally, but they crash on Earth's weather, yeah. natural weather? How is that possible? Yeah. Um, so I always thought that that was stupid and outrageous, but they're using this linear technology and they were actually shot down by our radar. And, um, and there's documentation and testimony about this. And I, if you're, I'm sure you're interested, I'm guessing you're interested in this. Oh yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah, I can, I'll get you that documentation as well. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't want to say anything on the podcast about that, but, uh, just know that I'm not going to say this stuff without, thorough documentation um so i i'll get you that stuff so you can see that for yourself but uh um because like this the aftermath of that was insane i'll tell you off air but 
Um, so they were actually intentionally shot down. They found two of them. And then it was actually like two or three years later, a farmer found the third one oh, shit. In, in, on his property, like years later. And, right. um, so he claimed it for himself. Oh yes. Got the fuck off this rock. Yeah, basically. No, no, he, they was still taken, but, um, uh, yeah. So that was like the biggest incident because there were so many sightings and so much documentation and the newspaper that day, that was like the first real UFO, like, holy fuck. Like so many people saw that and testified yeah. and it was like, holy shit. The newspaper the next day came out with the, the heading on the paper was UFO crash. Like, Oh, we we gotta look that oh, up. I it think was, I've heard it was like of UFO that. crash or like flying saucers retrieved in blah 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 whatever, and then they retracted it that day. But that was that was that actually came out. That paper existed and it was published. What was it? Uh, nineteen forty seven Roswell, New Mexico UFO crash newspaper or something like that. I don't know. Google something. <laughs> nineteen forty seven Roswell News. UFO crash, flying saucer crash. I don't know. Do some digging, and I'm sure you could probably find it. Probably. But um, they published that paper and then retracted it. Retracted it that day, and then uh, came back out, published it again, saying like it was just a um, Air Force balloons, yeah. weather balloons. That's what I'm seeing on this. Yep. Yep. They. Yeah, you said it right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, it was. Yeah. So they called it as weather balloons, and um, and they they're still using that excuse today. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But uh, um, yeah, they uh, yeah. It, so that's kind of how that all started because like, and that's when this group was like, okay, we got to kind of reel this stuff in. We got to figure like. It, at the time, the reason why this all started, it made sense for national security. We were in the middle of World War II, and f like, if this was some enemy technology, we got to fucking know about it and keep this secret. So the original yeah. secrecy of it made sense. Yeah, we weren't sure. We were in the middle of war, a war, and like shit was going on. So the original secrecy, like, is I guess justifiable. Um, and then. One thing that a lot of people don't know is after World War II, um, because the Nazis focused so heavily on anti-gravitic technology, um, and we were we won the atomic bomb race, um, we actually took all the top scientists when we went in to Germany. We basically stole all after the war because after world war ii we could pretty much do and say anything we wanted yeah um they had downed crashes too they had a couple downed ufos that they were reverse engineering and they were getting very close they had very rough prototypes of uh, anti-gravitic technology and um but these top scientists that were working on this the u.s came in confiscated the crafts confiscated everything and even took all these top scientists and put put them in charge of what is now our cia oh, and uh, like all the yeah so they basically like continued on with the fourth reich yeah, <laughs> basically. Basically. and put all of these nazi scientists in 
extremely high positions in the U.S. government and these like uh, high clearance black project project programs um, running these things because they had experience with it and they were smart and that was like important to the U.S. So, um, so that actually happened, um, and uh, yeah. <laughs> just, I mean, this there's is like so much. there's I yeah I can't I can't say everything because it's like there's just so much and there's a lot that I can't say and there's a lot that like I just can't fit um, yeah but uh, like without talking about UFOs on every fucking episode I pump out I, like jam pack yeah. it all into one it's like it's like I've been like building up so much fucking steam it's like literally it's basically like you cracked your high life open put put your thumb over me and shook me up. Oh yeah. It, like for the last like few months, I'm just like UFO dump. Yeah, literally. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that's basically what this is, but, um, fuck yeah. And I'm not even freaking scratching the surface, dude. There's so, so, so much like it's just, it's like sickening how, like this, this psychological warfare, and if you can make everybody believe in what is wrong and make everything that is real laughable, then you've won. Yeah, you, you have control over yep. everything, and that's that's what's happened. So, um, dude, I, like, it was just this core group of people. I'm just gonna kind of wrap this up a little bit, but this core group of people for the. That that was the original reason for the secrecy was for national security, and then like the people enjoyed the power, and then they after the war, then it just kind of continued on, and then slowly, actually, it was Dwight D Eisenhower that uh, that was the president at this time, and was the um in in this tight knit group. Um, part of the UFO thing, the study and everything. So he, he wasn't the last president to know about it, but, um, but was the last president that was in control of it, gotcha. which kind of leads into the JFK assassination, which is, I, you know, I don't need to get too far into those stories, but like, um, basically one of the largest region reasons behind this was because, JFK was going to go in and just basically tear everything apart. And, yeah. Um, I remember hearing about it. And like... Dis- expose. Expose and disclose everything. And um, this core group of people just didn't agree with that. Yep. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it, it, the rest can speak for itself. But um, yeah, it, it, and it's no wonder why... Because I've asked this question before, like, Everybody that was alive during the JFK assassination is already dead, so why can't we open the JFK files? Yeah. Like, they're still locked away, and they won't yep. let us open. Well, there's your answer, because this program still exists. These yep. people still exist. Not the people that started this, not the people that were involved in the assassination, but the problem is if you release the information on the assassination, you release the information on all the UFO technologies and stuff. It's not yep. the fact that they're, that aliens exist and they're visiting Earth. It's the fact that this technology exists and there's so much investments in and you'll be exposing all the families and groups that are 
intertwined. Intertwined. With it. Yeah, it's a massive network through all of our daily lives, and there's way too much to uproot here. It's yep. like a tree with insane amounts of roots, and just the lie just continued. And and this, and for national security, this group had to work independent of Congress because Congress is too slow to make decisions in a topic yeah. like this, especially when you have active UFOs coming down and causing chaos, you need a group that can act immediately yeah. faster than make decisions that affect our lives that are immediate. They can't wait on Congress to make a decision. Yeah. It has to be immediate and independent of the U S government within the U S government funded by us <laughs> yeah. and all black project. So, that's how that happened. And then it slowly became like fed into the, this group grew through the filtering. It doesn't matter what your rank or anything you are. Like there's five-star generals that have no idea about this stuff. And it's yeah. like, why am I not read into this? But it's because they're good citizens and because they are actually looking after the best interests of national security and the wellness of the country and this program wants it looks for specific people that are willing to go against what is right they're willing to act against a good choice you know they're essentially what this program is like this program is the most powerful program in the world and it's run by sociopaths and psychopaths because they specifically look for those people that are willing to do fucked up things and be able to keep it hidden. They, cause anybody that has their head on right is not going to be willing to do this or keep yeah. this secret. So they look for insane people and that's how it's been so successful for so long. And anybody that thinks otherwise they can kill because they got a group of sociopaths and psychopaths running all this that aren't afraid to pull the trigger on somebody they were working with that day, yeah. <laughs> which is insane. So, um, I know yeah, I've held you here for so long and you probably, no, you're get, good. <laughs> it's probably but, getting a little bit late, but yeah, it's all um, good though. That, I think that was a good introduction to this. So we'll see the response on this. If you like this kind of information, we literally haven't yeah. even fucking started. Yep. <sighs> yeah. And a lot of that stuff I've heard the same of. Yeah. Yeah, we're literally just getting interested, just yeah. getting started on this. So yeah, if, there's so much more. Yeah, if you guys actually like listening to me talk about this shit, then uh, just let me know because like he'll talk about it. I'll fucking talk about it. Yeah, there's a lot of people that might think this is all crazy, but again, you do your own research and um, and you can find this information for yourself. And um, again, ask questions, look at both sides, and decide for yourself. <clears throat> um, this is the information that I have uh, discovered and come to the conclusion of and based off of all the research and legal documentation when I used the word documentation I was talking legal documentation not just a note or a letter that somebody wrote Yeah. Um, so um, and again for you I can get these, this information oh, yeah. so you can actually see it but yeah. Um, but yeah if you guys like this stuff let me know. I'm going to see how this episode goes. Um, and if it is a huge flop, then yeah, well, maybe we'll reel it back on the UFO thing. But I, I think it's, I think it's interesting. Or but we I, keep diving until it that. sticks. Yeah. Or yeah, we'll make it stick on yeah. you guys. <laughs> yeah. Throw it hard enough and yeah. it'll stick. <laughs> Shit will eventually stick on a wall. Yeah. Even if it has to stick in to stay there. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, jeez. Yeah. Okay. So hopefully that was enjoyable for you guys. Yeah. Uh, just uh, give me your comments and thoughts on this so I can decide whether or not to continue on this topic. Because literally, we we haven't even started yet. This this goes way back, and it's absolutely insane that the things that this reaches. But hopefully, you guys enjoyed. Um, and uh, yeah, thank you for. Coming on the podcast and yeah. listening to me talk. Fuck yeah. <laughs> well, it's fun to be yeah, here. There's not many people that are able to sit in front of me like this and just listen to the most insane stuff they oh, ever yeah. heard. Cause it's, well, a lot of the same stuff I agree with. Yeah. <laughs> so. And I, I feel safe just talking about this crazy shit in front oh, of yeah. you. So I can't do it with everybody. So I appreciate you coming on the podcast. Definitely. And uh, I always enjoy our episodes. They're, oh, they're yeah. really good. We always dive in. One of us always dives yeah. in at least pretty deep. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody. Yeah. You blew my mind last episode. Yeah. Now my mind's gotten blown. Yeah. You're, yeah. Because we were on the black holes thing. On yeah. Episode 70 it was. Yeah. That episode is fucking good. Yeah. That was probably one of my, that's one of my favorites because it was fucking funny. Mm-hmm. So funny and so mind blowing. Yeah. It was like funny and then it just like. <laughs> yeah episode number 70 go check that out that's definitely one of my favorites that yeah. was a really really good episode because it was like all-encompassing so much humor yeah. and so much deep knowledge and science and yeah so good so good but god yeah um yeah th- this episode was crazy too um mm-hmm. nowhere near as humorous i mean it was it was a, it was a serious well, episode. <laughs> there was a lot that like people can just take from it like a few words you said and then go just look up that and then they can be like oh shit yeah i was trying to say keywords without getting myself in trouble so yeah i gave you enough searchable stuff where you guys should be able to kind of look into this yourself but yeah it's uh it's all out there and you you can find it they as technology progresses and as our connection grows it's more and more challenging to hide this information yeah and um yeah just uh, the lie has been held on so tightly and for so long. And it, like I said, psychological warfare is in, incredibly and insanely powerful. And so so much so that you wouldn't even believe you're a part of it. So just yep. um, do your own research. Don't be afraid to ask questions and think for yourselves, guys. It's uh, I'm, I'm not saying believe every word I'm saying. What I'm telling you is go find answers for yourself and ask questions because that's good. Yeah. So do the best you can, be a good person, ask questions and be stay curious. <laughs> so Fuck yeah. Um thank you for joining me. Thanks for listening to my rambles. I always appreciate definitely, it. Definitely, <laughs> definitely. It's always fun coming and doing this. Fuck yeah. Well, hopefully you guys all enjoyed. I appreciate you listening. If you enjoyed or you got something out of this episode, like, share, follow, especially share. I love seeing this podcast grow. So if you enjoy it, tell somebody about it. Share it. Send the episode to whatever episode's your favorite to some of your friends and, and spread the podcast. It's, it's awesome seeing this, this podcast grow. So I love and appreciate all of you guys. So thanks for tuning in, and I will see you next week. Peace out. Peace.